Welcome aboard, Captain. Welcome back to the Wrath of Khan Minute, the semi-daily podcast where we analyze and discuss Star Trek II, the Wrath of Khan, one minute at a time. I'm Chris LaSalle. And I'm David Stoker. Hey, Dave. Hello. Hello, hello. And uh, today we uh, we have a special guest joining us, uh, Mr. Tom Taylor uh, from the Indiana Jones Minute. Hey, Tom. Hey, hello, guys. Welcome. It's glad, good to be here. Glad to have you. I'm Very excited. excited. <laughs> Me too. Awesome. All right. Well, we are we're going to dive right in here. We uh, uh, I'm excited about this week of minutes and I'm excited you're here, Tom, because it's a this is a cool set of minutes. This is, it's uh, got to be the best set of minutes probably for any guest to be a part of. I'm glad you said that because I was thinking the same thing. I love these. <laughs> these yes. minutes contain many of my favorite moments from the whole movie. Could awesome. agree more. So I'm going to go out and say, Chris, favorite what? minute already. We have yes. even interested out, of the, out right. of the gate. Favorite minute. Yeah, favorite I might minute. say that too. Tom, favorite minute. All right, good to know. <laughs> uh, all right, well, let's tell everybody about the minute. Um, it's a uh, minute 49. Uh, minute 49 starts with Kirk uh, saying, this is damned peculiar, and ends a minute later with Sulu in a panic saying, trying, sir. Yes, trying what, Sulu? <laughs> looking, looking foolish? So, yeah, so th- this has been the, uh, the, the, we've been building up to this. Um, uh <clears throat> the uh, Kirk's just you know, wondering what's going on. We're trying to figure out uh, what the Reliant has been doing um, and uh, send us all to yellow alert. Yellow alert. I was. Is, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, go ahead, Tom. I was going to say, is he jumping the gun a little bit <clears throat> going to yellow? Like, I'm wondering what his yellow alert is based on. Like he sees another Federation ship and all they're surprised to see it. And all they really know is that, there's something wrong with communications because uh, they're not saying anything. They're not getting any messages from the ship. And then he goes to yell. I don't know. I'm not a ship's you know, captain, so I don't know what, what exactly to do. But I, I wonder if, you know, if it well, was we totally were, warranted. So, yeah, we were we were talking about that last week because um, uh, Savick interrupted Kirk and uh, kind of gave him the quote, quoting General Order 12 and said, hey, uh, when communications haven't been established with a ship, you know, you're supposed to, and we didn't learn what. So we were speculating uh, that they should have gone to red alert. So red alert, yellow alert, I don't know. Well, should they have gone to red alert that fast? Like, yeah, I, I mean, Kirk is probably being overcautious here. Like, he doesn't know what's going on. There's no communication. So, and I think we mentioned last minute, like, for me, I think I would have been like, let's stop the ship and not, like, let's not inch closer to whatever they're they're doing over there. And you know, where they do raise yellow alert, they energize the defense fields, which, you know, it's basically protecting the the, the sensitive areas like the bridge and I'm sure like sick bay and stuff like that. Um, but I don't know. Do, does this situation warrant red alert? Yeah, I kind of don't think so. I think I think yellow alert is is makes sense. I was I was trying to pay attention, yeah, to what yellow alert actually means because she says energized defense fields, and then you see them like all these quick close-ups of these different consoles and everything. So it looks like because I was thinking, oh wait, energizing defense fields does that mean they just put the shields up? But later on, spoiler alert, we find out their shields are not up. 
but uh so but yeah it seems like everything's just getting charged up like they're routing power maybe to those to like phasers and shields and things so that yeah they're getting they're getting ready for yeah, potential yeah. danger yeah and that's that's the part that confuses me right yellow alert and red alert so if they go to red alert does just all this stuff happen automatically and yellow alert is let, let's just all let's take our time and power things up I, that's let's let's be let's be cautious let's yeah. be aware maybe right um i do chuckle at uh some of the stuff that tom was just just highlighting so as soon as <laughs> savik says you know energized defense fields the first thing we see is her pushing a button so was she talking to herself <laughs> <laughs> i wondered about that like is is that it, she seems so eager to be yelling that. I wonder if that's kind of her being kind of fresh out of cadetness. You know, she's she's like, well, by the book, you're supposed to yell energized defense fields. So I better yell energized defense fields. Yeah. And like, it's not uh, totally necessary. And then, uh, oh, boy, I do love the uh, the Apollo program era computers that they're turning on. <laughs> all these switches and stuff like what is all this? Oh, yeah. Uh, turning the turning the switches and you just see the the lights blinking and then the spiral of the I'm assuming the the shields in those areas going up. But then I, I guess I'm surprised they have to push like all those buttons to like get phaser power and all that kind of stuff. That seems a little complicated for the future. It seems like yellow alert would be sort of an automated thing like like, yeah, like Savic presses a button and you think that would take care of all of those things that are, you know, under the yellow alert umbrella or something. But like all these people have to like, it's like they're working at a TV station and like flipping all these knobs yeah. and switches and everything. Right. And that's what I was saying before. Like, so if it was, so say some bad guy just, you know, pow, popped out of warp and they're like, whoa, you know, and they've, yeah. they, they got to go get into action quickly. This yeah. seems like a lot of steps to take. <laughs> they got their manuals open. They're like, no, wait, B-A- no, no, no. Wait, C. Oh, <laughs> hang on. Well, they are all cadets, so they probably have some sort of, you see, uh, you know, our favorite cadets in the background. Oh, what am I supposed to do here? Yeah, they're yep. freaking out. Um, I was, uh, you know, all these all these displays, we get to see the phaser charging and uh, the shield. I don't I, I couldn't, you know, I don't know what any of this stuff means. Shield activate con i don't know i i i was able to almost stump google by googling some of this stuff by just yeah. putting these phrases into google but i actually got like twelve thousand results <laughs> on, these, on these but i have no idea any guy do you guys have any idea what these all these abbreviations are for i don't no, no. the one yeah. thing i did notice though was that you uh you just mentioned the uh that kind of circular pattern going around like what looks like the bridge as yeah. part of like one of the on the top of that I think I'm reading it right. It says intruder alert. Intruder alert. Yeah. And is that like a leftover from, from the motion picture or something? Oh, I wonder if it is from, uh, yeah. When, um, V'ger's scanning and it's sort of like the light beam and it's intruder alert, intruder alert. Yeah, maybe. That's oh, what I was wow. wondering. Well, they did reuse a lot of, uh, a lot of stuff from the motion picture due to budget yeah. reasons. So Uhura says, um, I'm getting a voice message. Uh, they say their chambers coil is overloading their comm system. Um, and I, I, I had to look that up too, right? Um, yeah, the chambers coil. Yeah. Yeah. So, so memory alpha, uh, I like memory alpha for, uh, the reference material that it provides. That's the Star Trek wiki. Uh, cause they don't, there's no speculation and there's no, like, uh, there's no, doesn't seem to be a lot of EU type things in Star Wars for Star Trek, because it just says that the chambers coil is part of a comm system. <laughs> yeah <laughs> thanks yep yeah. thank you that helps and, but uh, they do say I, I, 
they do use that term again in, later in the series. Not movies, but they go they use that in TV. So they have mentioned it before. Oh, okay. So it's not like just hey, let's uh, science you know science this thing and we'll call it the chambers coil. So I don't know if it's a real thing. I mean, I'm not a scientist, but the Star Trek uses that term. Right. I have a question even right before that, though. Like, the big deal right now is that they don't have any communications with the Reliant, and then she gets a voice message saying, yeah, we can't communicate with you because our coil emissions are weird. Yeah. Like, how does that exactly work? We have issues with Uhura. <laughs> is, she, is, she a, is she like a sleeper agent? Is she like, you know, she's getting secret messages from Reliant or something? Yeah, we, I mean... We have issues with like how the communication thing goes, and me and Chris have talked to this at length about, um, you know, when he first walks in, he's like, "Try emergency channels," and it's like, "Well, what has been happening? Have they been trying to communicate?" And yeah. I, you know, I'm not gonna, you know, future minutes where we see Ohura, you know, contacting people and just repeating herself over and over again, and <laughs> here we don't see any contact, but suddenly she's getting a voice message. Yeah. It is weird. I mean, I guess they, I don't know, maybe it's a different kind of thing. Maybe it's like a text message or something. Yeah. Like they don't have voice communications, but they can still get like a, I don't know, Morse code through to her or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, that's what I was wondering too. Like, what are all this? So many different variations of communication that like it's, yeah. yeah. So voice, a voice message is okay. Uh, so I love, you know, Kirk and Spock, they're of one mind, right? Yep. Kirk is, Kirk is, you know, goes to ask Spock and Spock's already scanning. You know, it's just, they, they don't, they don't have to share any, they don't have to share anything. They're just, they're both on the same page. I, I love that. I love that move. Yeah. Uh, and I think I, <laughs> Spock's scanning right here, maybe my most quoted line from this movie. <laughs> anytime, <laughs> anytime somebody asks me something that I don't have the immediate answer to, which is most of the time, I kind of go scanning. And then I usually follow it up with the complete non sequitur. Their coil emissions are normal. <laughs> That's nice. Yeah, my um. poor wife. <laughs> but yeah, um. Chris, to follow up that, like, yeah, I mean, Kirk just needs to say Spock, and he immediately knows what he Kirk wants. Like, it's just like, oh, I got to start scanning, and you know, he immediately is on it. But we yeah. brought up last minute though how Spock has not been scanning. That's oh, right. That's true. So he, 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 he should have been doing this already. Yes, he should have been doing this all along. So we, we've got a theory, Tom, that uh, Spock may be feeling some guilt later for his lack of scanning early on when the <laughs> Reliant arrived. Maybe, maybe his uh, like spinning in his chair right now, like, oh, somebody said something about coil emissions. I should probably scan that before the captain asked me about it. Yeah. Maybe he's like trying to catch up with his own. Because uh... Spock is usually so lazy. He's really not very reliable. <laughs> It's sad. Well, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> so, so, so we cut. We cut away. The coil missions are normal, and then we cut away <clears throat> to the ships, uh, just the exterior of the ships, uh, getting close to passing one another. And uh, I had this totally—I don't even know if it's a nerd thought—but it's like those ships are awfully close together. I was thinking about you know we don't even allow airplanes that to fly that <laughs> right. Yeah, to fly close to one another. These guys are like, look, they're about to you know scrape hulls um well, I so think, i'm just uh i think i think at least the enterprise would move away well it's like you know it's like two cats you know they they're investigating <laughs> each other they're gonna sniff noses and other things and hey i want to see what you're doing yeah 
But I think this goes back to Meyer's whole theory about sea battles in, you know, back in naval days when we, you know, sails and stuff. That's how ships came in for, you know, they came in side by side like that. And as we see later in the minute, firing the cannons is exactly like what happens. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. That's interesting. Yeah. I never thought about it that way. Yeah. The, the, the wooden ships of yore, right? Uh, yeah. Lining up alongside each other and opening up all the cannons. And I guess this is, well, we can talk about that in another minute. Yes, we can. Uh, yeah. Um, we got to talk about the music, right? We, we also, every time we jump back to the, we see the Reliant, we get what we've been calling Khan's theme and just, yeah. the, just a, blah, it's, a, it's so amazing. <laughs> and such a, it's such an integral part of this whole sequence. Um, and uh, I just, it, it's what makes these minutes, I think, on top of all the stuff that happens, but just, just amps it up that much more for me. Um, I'm a huge fan. I was, I was actually listening to it today, just on the soundtrack, <laughs> just getting, <laughs> getting ready, getting mentally ready for, for these minutes. So um, nice. Uh, so Joaquin says they haven't raised their shields yet. And Khan, here we go. Raise ours. Yeah. Um, now I, I don't know if you guys noticed, but when Joaquin goes to turn around and do that, he's actually got a reaction on his face that he doesn't look very sure of this move. Like he's like, all right, this, you know, he, he knows he knows they're about to, you know, what they're about to do, and I don't think he's totally on board with this plan. Yeah, it is. It's a very uh, kind of lackadaisical kind of. All right, I'll raise the shields. He kind of like flips the little switch, kind of sitting back in his chair, like all right. But then in a second. When the next order comes, he seems really excited about locking phasers on target. So <laughs> I don't know exactly what his deal is right now. Yeah, I, I totally agree, Tom, because that was you're right. The next thing he's like, locking phasers on target. He looks like, like he's you know? <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. like Igor. <laughs> but uh, Joaquim actually mentions, you know, he, he actually turns around like we've, we've discussed this before. He's not all in. He even mentions to Khan, he's like, you have a ship. We can, we're with you. We'll, we can leave, go wherever we want. But I think he's sort of on the fence. He's like, I'm going to follow you, but mm -hmm. I think there's a, I think there's a bad idea. Right. Maybe yeah. now that he's here, maybe now that it's actually happening, like back then it was like, well, we could either go follow Kirk or we could go do whatever we want. But now that they're like in the mission, they're like there, they're actually about to engage with Kirk. Maybe he's sort of like, okay, this is what we're doing now. Yeah. Right, I'm, I'm in. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, so then the, the the next part of this or this whole sequence here of uh lock, you know, raising their shields and then it cuts back to Spock saying their shields are going up and then locking phasers on target. And Spock says they're locking phasers. This the the, the I mean, we've been ramping up for like the last minute or two, right? Getting to yeah. this point, but it just yeah. like it, it it couldn't get any tighter with <laughs> with uh with, with you know, we're about to get to this of Khan yelling fire and uh um I, I just love it. it I'm kind of getting goosebumps a little bit as i'm talking about it so oh me too clearly, clearly <laughs> i love this movie <laughs> it's I'm, I'm like my note is i'm so anxious i just actually wrote that down after my note because they're like the enterprise is just one exact step behind Khan, like in this in this like 10 second little back and forth and it's like oh no you like raise your shields if you want to but you're already screwed like this is already yeah you're beaten already this is horrible yep yeah, exactly. How like like Tom, to your point, like how how far behind are they? Are they like literally like just a second or two behind if they had said if they put shields up just a 
couple seconds sooner would have been a whole different outcome. Uh, yeah, that's hard a good to say. Point. Yeah, Kirk does mention he's like raise shields, but yeah, he could be just that instant behind, and maybe you see maybe the dots are just starting to go around, <laughs> and yeah. they just happen to get through. But when Khan says fire. You actually see the crew like I'm tense just watching him and he's like fire like his crew behind him is all like, oh, my God, like they're <laughs> amped up ready for this. Oh, I had I had a note that I think the people on board the Enterprise could have heard that. Yeah, <laughs> but he has so much menace in that so much. I mean, so much emotion and menace in that like it is finally coming true. I'm going to get you, Kirk. You are mine moment. Yeah. He's been waiting for this instant for whatever, 16 years. What was it been? What is it? Yeah. 15 years. He's been oh waiting God. for that moment. Yeah, exactly. This is the moment of his vengeance. I'm almost this happy for right him. Here. <laughs> so I'm uh, going to, I'm going to back up just a, just a couple of seconds here. Sure. So Joaquin has been the, the helmsman. When did he become the weapons guy? Does he just pick up and walk over to the, you know, is he, is it because he's the only one that has a speaking part? And I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm joking here, but is it because he's the only one who actually has lines that he has to go over to this other station to man so that I, those lines can be read? That could easily be it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I agree. I just like find Bugs, that so He's like Bugs that's Bunny so playing all the positions. I never thought of that before. That's really funny. Or maybe it's like Khan is like, you know what? You're my guy. You're the only one I totally trust in this crew. You know, whatever big is going on, you shuffle over to that station and, you know, drive us here, but then go over to the weapons, you know, when we need to. And, uh, you know, you're my guy. Yep. Oh, yeah. And just seeing those phasers lay right into the side of the Enterprise. I mean, oh it's, it, it's, you know... You, you watch like the the differences between like a Star Trek and a Star Wars and the phasers, and that's obviously a big part. But it's just so cool. And the noise it makes is just so fantastic. Yeah, and it's just slicing into the side of the ship. Yeah, it's like a welding device or something. Oh, it's awesome! It's just brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Th this scene, I this moment, I still remember being shocked by it. Like shocked by it. I'm like, they're they're opening the enterprise up that's i mean that's just like you said a can opener it's just just lying laying across the body of the ship yeah, yeah. i still remember being shocked by it and i still get that feeling i get uh i'm not offended that's not the right word but like <laughs> i cannot i cannot believe they're doing this to the enterprise and yeah to me it's you know it's one of those things i think at the time when this came out this wasn't this was a bit uh, like unheard of in, in a way you know they like doing destruction to whether it's a a major character or you know the enterprise i guess could be argued is a you know a major character of star yeah. trek um but uh to do this is pretty commonplace now we see it all the time you know things get destroyed and you know uh, but but at the but at this moment in time and you know 11 year old chris watching this i'm like oh my god <laughs> yeah because we've seen the enterprise attacked on the show and stuff like it's it's gotten into trouble before but it's usually yeah. visually it's just a matter of the camera rocking back and forth <laughs> and you understand that they're being shot but you don't see like damage to the outside of the ship or anything like that and nothing really happened like that in uh the motion picture like no, that kind yeah. of external damage but like here you're like oh my gosh you're just cutting into the side of the enterprise stop it yeah don't do that and yeah, the, yeah, I mean, just the fantastic like cuts too. Like you see slicing, 
then you see explosion, then you see it's continuing to lock on, slicing, explosion. I mean, it's just the, yeah. the pacing is quick little bits, you know, even if they're only like two or three seconds long, it's just like a nice quick progression of like damage, damage, destruction, damage, damage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that uh, that targeting image from the Reliant as it's targeting on the uh, Enterprise. Yeah, I don't know. It, it's definitely reminding me of a video game and I can't decide which one it is, <laughs> like whether it's uh, I don't know. It might be like the kind of Vector Vision uh, Star Wars arcade game, maybe or something. But there's oh, something yeah. about that, that twirling targeting thing, like going in on the Enterprise that I don't know. That looks very, very video game satisfying to me. Yeah, exactly. Satisfying. I was just going to say if it isn't in one, they should put it in one. <laughs> definitely. Right? They should use it. Yeah. Um, so I uh, and I, I agree. I really I did all the reaction. You know, engineering is just getting you know hammered. Right. Um, yeah. But but they do they do cut now back to the the, the bridge reaction, and of course we get our you know your Whoa! classic, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the classic uh, original series. You know, the tilt the camera and everybody flies. Yeah. Um, and uh, I, I I we t- we've talked about the the cadets. Um, since they, since the Kobayashi Maru scene in the beginning of the movie, that all these guys were uncredited. Uh, I think only one of them has a name, and and this is why all of these all of these cadets, these unnamed cadets, are just stunt people. <laughs> so this is their job right yeah. here: is to throw themselves across the bridge. <laughs> you look good flying across the room. You're in the movie. <laughs> I think what's fantastic is you have the original crew, and they're all do, sort of doing this. Whoa! But it is the cadets who look almost like a circus troupe. Like you have the one guy flying right in front of the screen. Then you have someone going off the command console and then someone behind them going over the railing there. It's almost like a tumbling act of one, two, three. All right, tumble. <laughs> it might be exactly awesome. what it was. Just a timer. <laughs> right, everything. <laughs> do, your, do your best cartwheel as these explosions go off. Have either of you seen those um, uh, people on YouTube? They've taken like scenes from the original series and, and uh, stabilized, <laughs> stabilized the camera. So you just see what the actors are doing. Yeah. I think I have seen yeah. that. That's I, I have Dave, you've ever seen that. I have not, but it sounds okay. hilarious. You do need to look it up. Cause it's just them throwing themselves left and right. And you know, this it's it. And that's always what I, and sadly now I, I'm, I'm happy I saw it cause it's funny, but also sad. Cause now that's what I'm picturing every time I see scenes like this. Yeah. Um, but uh yeah, so what do we get? So more more chaos and engineering. We get that cool uh, uh, alert condition red logo, which yep. uh, where is that? I keep expecting to see it on the wall because that's where they used to be in the original series, you know, the red light on the wall. But yeah. I don't know where that's actually flashing. I don't know. I don't think we actually see it anywhere. Oh, actually, you see alert. It's right behind Kirk um, in one of the things. But you just see alert. You don't see the the flashing lights going down. It's just alert, alert. Oh, interesting. So Kirk is a, uh, I guess Kirk's Joaquim is is Sulu, right? He keeps doing, telling, giving Sulu all the, do this, do that. So he's <laughs> yeah. telling it, he's telling yeah. Sulu to get those shields up because uh, clearly the cadets are just not cutting it. Um, and uh, I think that's where we end, right? Sulu's saying he's trying. He's trying, but yeah. what is what is he what is he trying? Doesn't look like he's trying very hard. He's trying to hang on, is what he's trying to do. <laughs> he's trying to sit up straight. While he so, buttons. I'd be like, try harder, try harder. <laughs> yeah. So do you guys have anything else for this minute? No, I'm good. I'm good for the minute. Uh, I am too. 
I, uh, I, that, that, that back and forth though, when they're raising shields and not raising shields in time, oh, that's yeah. to me, that's the best part of the entire movie. Oh yeah, definitely. That whole sequence of, yeah, raise ours and then the, yeah, the back and forth and then even like the back and forth of the firing of the phasers and yeah, that yeah. whole, like, I don't know what it is, like 22nd. I mean, yeah, it's like fantastic. Yeah. Tom, Tom, I did have a question for you, uh, just unrelated to the minute, but uh, mm -hmm. we've been talking about um, uh, the first time we saw Rathacon. Uh, do you have any any memories of first time you saw it? Yeah, you know what? My memories of the first time I see it are really like disappointing. I'm sure, I, I know for a fact that I didn't see it until it was on like HBO in the middle of the day, and I didn't even watch it from the beginning. I like turned it on. And I think it was actually the the con. Minute. I think it was like I think it was like that moment. And then I think I remember like and then they cut to like them like sitting like just kind of hanging out in the in the in the Genesis asteroid whatever, mm -hmm. you know. And they're and they're kind of cool and they're jet slowed. I'm like I, I'll watch this. Okay, I'll watch this from now on because I was aware of Star Trek two for a long time and I had seen the motion picture in the theater. And I remember being in like the, the Tokenique news store in my hometown and like looking at magazines and stuff. But I, I wasn't that aware of Starlog magazine, but I saw it and there was a picture of Spock on it from this from Star Trek 2. And I was like, oh, wait, Starlog. Is that like a Star Trek magazine? Because <laughs> I was equating like Starlog with Captain's Log. And I'm like, sure. oh, that must be like a, a magazine about Star Trek. And there's Spock. Oh, I should probably see that movie one of these days. That's Star Trek 2. <laughs> but yeah, I didn't actually see it until it was on TV. And then it was probably years before I saw it, like not, you know, pan and scan and, and, and kind of, uh, cut into weird little pieces and stuff. Right. But I, yeah. I've always loved it. Yeah. That was my first time seeing was on TV. Yeah. So, but it was, yeah, I remember. I, <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, it was like the ABC movie of the week. Oh goodness. Wow. Oh, wow. I think we've talked about this before, Tom. Dave yeah. and I have known each other since the eighth grade. So we missed this movie. I think eighth grade was, 84, 85 yeah. for us. Oh, okay. So we, we, and since then, we've seen just about every movie that's ever come out together. Yeah. Oh, very cool. <laughs> but uh, yeah, this was a little too early for us. <laughs> well, you're, so, you're catching up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, cool. Well, then uh, I think we'll, uh, we'll we'll wrap it up here then. Well, uh, where, uh, where can uh, people find you, Tom? Oh, yeah. You can find me at the Indiana Jones Minute at uh, indianajonesminute.com. We're doing the same crazy thing that so many people are doing now thanks to the star wars minute guys um uh it's myself uh my friend pete and my other friend jerry we're uh we're as we record this we're like almost to the tail end of raiders of the lost ark and we plan on to keep going until uh we run out of indiana jones movies well you got uh are you gonna go i'm gonna ask this now are you gonna go for the fourth one uh that's the plan Yes. Yes. We're, we're all in. We're, you know, I feel like that's our, the motion picture. Now, see, that's interesting because I, <laughs> you guys have gotten some flack online, about why are they starting with two? Why did they skip the motion picture? What's going on? Because that's a case of a movie that I know in my heart isn't, I mean, it's, it's seriously flawed, the motion picture. Yeah. But I love it. It's, I, it's such a close second to Star Trek two is my favorite Star Trek movie. Wow. I, I love it so much. In fact, I'll off the air. I'll talk to you guys. Hey, if you really guys really don't want to do it, maybe I'll do it. <laughs> like I'm like, sometime. But um, yeah. So I. But they're all. We've heard from people like, hey, when you get to Crystal Skull, don't go too hard on it. It's a good movie. It's got some good stuff. I'm like, all right, we'll we'll approach it that way. We'll we'll 
you know, try as hard as we can to not hate it <laughs> if we can. Yeah, I mean, I they, enjoy, I mean, yeah, Crystal Skull's not the best Indiana Jones movie, but it's still an Indiana Jones movie. It's sure. got its, it's all the qualities, right? So, yeah. Uh, and I mean, the Star Wars guys just did Phantom Menace and, you know, they did a great job. It wasn't like a total bash fest the entire time. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm, I'm obviously joking about like it being, you know, the worst. Yeah. I mean, they all have their place. Yeah. Oh, it's the worst. I'm yeah. just saying <laughs> we'll try to make the best out of it. They can't all be number one. No, definitely True. not. All right. Well, then, uh, folks, um, uh, just uh, for those who want to find us online, um, you can find us on Twitter at WK Minute. Uh, we're also on Instagram, Rathacon Minute. And uh, you can join the uh, listener, the Rathacon Minute Listener Federation on Facebook if you want to continue the conversation with us. Uh, that would be great. Um, and uh, we'll be back here again. Well, actually, Tom, will you be able to... Uh, make it back here on wednesday not tomorrow oh, i would love to yes you're right taking a day off yeah i'll just yeah i'll just i'll, <laughs> I'll just rearrange things and and i'll i'll make it cool fantastic all right thanks so we'll be back here on wednesday with minute 50 of star trek 2 here at the wrath of Con minute <laughs>